You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, arm drag. Don't tell me, bye Hit the Books, the Backlash pay-per-view special. Welcome, everybody, to Hit the Books. We're so happy for you to join us here on this pay-per-view special. I am your host, as always, the head writer of Monday Night Raw, Ryan Knightsey. And with me, as always, is the man of a thousand nicknames, the, the head writer of SmackDown and the former birthday boy himself, Mikey Manfredi. Mikey, how are you doing, bud? Welcome to Backlash. Aw, former birthday boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it... If there's anything good in life, know that you're always going to be a birthday boy. That's true. <laughs> but at the same time, you're always a former birthday boy. Don't don't ignore that part. <laughs> how was your birthday? Your birthday was last weekend, or oh well, yes, it's still the weekend. But last Friday, how was your birthday? Uh, it was it was great. I'm assuming it's going to be really fun. <laughs> what do you mean? Are you are you implying that we're recording this before your birthday? No, never. Why would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> what did you what did you do for your birthday it is it is of course sunday what did you do for your birthday um, well i had a barbecue with my friends in the backyard and i smoked some meats Ooh, what what talking meats talk this it is was meat really, talk it was, meat it talk really of mikey and freddie because i <laughs> when i pitched this idea to my parents to use the smoker in the backyard i i pitched it as hey f- you're like, what do you want for your birthday? And I was like, I just want to have some friends over to smoke. And they were like, what? And I was like, yeah, you know, the smoker. And they were like, oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love your parents just being like, I'm sorry? <laughs> what, what, is, what would you like, my son? Holy shit. And then I was like, yeah, you know, smoke some meat. Anyway, so on the menu, uh, we had a couple of racks of, of ribs. Mm-hmm. We had brisket, oh and we had a pork butt that I turned into pulled pork. A pork butt? A pork butt. Okay, we can't just say that like I'm some sort of genius when it comes to pork uh, options. What is My it? dude, pork butt, funny enough, the pork butt is the shoulder of the thing. Well, hold on. <laughs> that man, this makes me angrier. <laughs> this infuriates me more. I'm turning oh, green. It's called, it's called the pork butt. It's called the. Why is it called the pork butt? If it's the why I call it pork shoulder. They do. Some people call it pork shoulder, but like the nickname is pork is the nickname is pork butt because um. Does it look like a butt. It no. Uh, they what? The uh the pork butt is like. I don't know. I don't know why I call it that, but like they're like it's it's just part. It's just part of the shoulder. Okay. What what's the taste difference between normal? I guess you turn it into pulled pork, but what, does it taste any different or anything, or does it still taste? It's like a pork? it's a little it's a little fattier. Oh. Okay, and to go back the brisket, I'm a big brisket guy. Are you when you do brisket, how much fat are you leaving in the brisks? Quarter inch. Okay, I have no idea what that means because I just asked for uh, the not fat one. <laughs> so, so I'll take your word. Is that good? I don't know. <laughs> Are you, are you like you cut, a, you, you cut off most of the you, you cut off a lot of that there, there's there's a there's there's two parts of a brisket there's the flat and there's the point the point already has a lot of fat like inside of it and has a lot of marbling so you can cut off most of the fat on the outside okay but the the flat doesn't have as much of that marbling so you want to leave like at least a quarter inch of fat on the bottom like on the fat cap you want to leave at least a quarter inch of that so it still has the fat to like render out and give it flavor mm-hmm um and yeah i'm like getting hungry but getting confused at the same time i'm not sure what what feeling i should get towards why are you getting confused i i don't know anything about meats um i like i like i know the words brisket i know the words rack of ribs but i don't know how you make them i don't know how you prepare them you want to know how you make them 
Did you, you say put it on them? And you throw them in a smoker for like nine hours. You go smoke for nine hours. I had uh my uh Jesse's brother, um he he one time we were all at, at Jesse's parents' house and he went to go smoke. I don't remember what kind of meat it was, what section mm. of meat it was, but he was smoking something out in the smoker. And he and I, I, I the most knowledge I have about smokers is that basically you're trying to get it extremely hot, but then you sort of you sort of hit this like this like bubble, this like blockage thing that you have to like make it extremely hot to overcome that bubble to continue cooking the actual. Well, you don't meat. make it extremely. The, the whole point of smoking is low and slow. You don't want to make it extremely hot. But then there is there is the what they call the the meat stall. Yeah, which that's the word. Where the, yeah, the meat stall, which is where the uh, the internal temperature of the meat stops Rising. cooking. Yeah, yeah, it stops cooking for a second. And there's two things you can do when that happens. One, you just wait it out, keep it keep keep the temperature of the smoker constant, and just let it just ride it out, just let it go, and it'll eventually start cooking again. Or there's what they call the Texas crutch, which is where you take it and you wrap it in tin foil. So it cooks a little more on the inside and starts steaming up to get a little more tender. And it starts getting, it starts like, it makes it like a little tiny oven almost. And it cooks it and it and it gets it through that little hump. Oh, the, their option was to, I think, just like, just literally just keep, just add heat. They were just like adding more heat to it to like overcome the, the stall. Yeah, it's just like the way it out. Yeah, it was, it, but it like, it didn't happen for like several hours because he couldn't break the stall forever. Uh, and then he, when he eventually made it, it was the best food I've ever had in my life. <laughs> it's so good. Man, I should get a smoker, but also be bad at it. <laughs> it's it's a science I'm learning. Yeah, it's like, it sounds it's not, like it. It's, it's, it's not as easy as get smoke going, throw on smoker. Like, it's like, it's a lot. Uh, I'm, I got to figure out, well, I guess I at this point I have figured out a plan for the grill. <laughs> It sounds like smoking meat sounds like kind of like espresso making where you look at an espresso machine. You're like sort of like, okay, you know, you, you get the grinds, you stamp it down or you tamp it down. You put it in the thing, you hit a button and it comes out. And you're like, boom, coffee, yum, yum, yum. But like, right. Like it sounds simple, but then like it start you start learning more. And it's like, oh, this is actually more of like a science. And like, you have to do things a specific way because if you don't do it, then the you know for espresso dr- making it's like then the drip is too short and then it's not as good and then mm-hmm. you serve it and it's awful. Uh, at my at my old job, I, I worked I worked at a bakery for like a few weeks. Uh, I, I got to make some espressos. That was fun. Yeah, I'm I'm currently work- making espresso every day since November. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, smoking is like it's like a wild beast of a thing. Um. And it's like an all day of like if you want to smoke something, it's gonna be an all day affair. Yeah, like you gotta do it all day. Uh, like I have two cuts of meat that I'm probably gonna throw on at like seven or eight in the morning. Oh my god. Um, and I have one, and I have the ribs, which are take significantly less longer. But like you, you usually the, the rule of thumb is usually like you want like an hour per pound. I'm literally I'm getting hungry over here <laughs> the more we talk about this the hungrier i'm getting the rule of thumb is that you want an hour per pound and my pork butt and my brisket are both like eight nine pounds so it's gonna be like eight, nine, it's gonna be like an eight or nine hour smoke and then you then you have the stall which you have to add in like i would imagine you have to add in like a couple hours or so just to outdo the stall well that's what the tech the texas crutch is for it gets you it helps you get past the stall and i'm probably gonna wrap them anyway because it's just you want to wrap it in tin foil so the outside doesn't get burnt. Okay. But the inside continues cooking. Okay. Interesting. Man, there is a science to this. Cuz yeah, wrap, wrapping it wrapping it in tin foil kind of protects it. Yeah. Cuz it like it like lets it keep cooking but it doesn't burn it doesn't burn the beautiful bark you just made with the smoke. Yes, 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 yes. Man, I really want some barbecue now. I'm going to ask Jesse if we can get some barbecue. For I'm so stoked. Dude, I am you have I am the most excited I've ever been in my life to eat this like <laughs> yeah and you're saying that because you you smoked this last friday and it's sunday now and you're you're you've been saving it for a couple of days right i'm so i i it was so good it turned out so well 
<laughs> well, uh, this isn't the show. Isn't just uh, food conversations because it, it really has turned into like every episode I was talking about food. I don't know if it's because we record before. We're not a, we're not a food podcast. We we this happened like a couple months ago too, where it's like we, we just because we record like at nine ten in the morning, we just start talking about food because we get hungry. Here, here is my. We are not a food podcast, but we could certainly have a food podcast. I, I'm waiting for you to start one. I'm waiting for you to do that fucking fucking wrestling fucking foodie show. Hit, you know, in the show, I, I've, I've th- thought about, like, the network being, like, hit the books. And it's like, we got fantasy booking. We but got how would, like, stats what would analytics. That... Now we're getting cookbooks, baby. We're getting what all the books. What would wrestling food show be like? Uh, probably, the problem is it's got to be visual, right? Yeah, I feel like it has to be. Maybe, like, recipes for all those joke uh those joke pun recipes i came up with for a couple of wrestlemanias ago shinsuke nachomoras shinsuke nachomoras uh baby back ribs and adam coleslaw yep 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 yep. um uh uh booker t which is like iced tea (laughs) just tea uh shano mac and cheese shano mac and cheese (laughs) uh well i think it actually should be Vinny mac and cheese Vinny mac and cheese um. Oh, now I have a whole new now I have a whole new brand to get names from the fiend the fiend fries. <laughs> that one's awful. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to think now uh, of AEW ones. <laughs> yes, I'm doing the same. There's something to do with the Young Bucks, probably Kenny Omega, something Cody is really hard. Hangman Adam Page, something there. Um. Uh, there's, these are just, I'm just currently naming wrestlers in AEW. Hangman Adam Sage, is that anything? <laughs> Hangman Adam Sage. That's that nothing. Something? That's nothing. Uh, speaking of something being nothing, let's talk about Backlash. Uh, not the actual pay-per-view in real life. No, no, uh, let's actually get into our wrestling show before we, while we sit on and think about Hangman Adam Sage and his fellow compatriots in the All Elite Cooking Wrestling Show. Um, let's talk about. Let's get to backlash. Uh, okay, been, let's do it. We've been we've been booking Raw and SmackDown every single week for the past couple weeks, and we're finally here. Our backlash pay per view, a nine match event that we have been booking towards. Mikey, I am really excited. You know, of course, we're co-hosting at Raw and SmackDown. We get the full card right in front of us. Uh, do you and I just want to uh, read it off? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, okay, then starting off in our pre-show, we got the women's triple threat tag team championship match between Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, uh, versus the Iconics, versus Bianca Blair, and Naomi. Next up, we got Samoa Joe versus Matt Riddle for the United States Championship. Following that, Heavy Machinery taking on One Nation to, re- or to defend their SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. I was going to say retain, but I have no idea the results of that. I don't know why. <laughs> I have no idea what that's going to be. And after that, we got John Morrison versus The Miz for the Intercontinental Championship. Yes. And, of course, uh, next up we'll have The New Day taking on The Disciples, or whatever their name will be, Seth Rollins and Murphy for the Raw Tag Team Championship, I should say. After following that, we got Asuka versus Bayley for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And a little mix of pace since every single match here is a title match. We're going to mix it up a little bit and do Bray Wyatt, the corporate Bray Wyatt, versus Roman Reigns. After that, we got a triple threat between Nia Jax, Carmella, and Shayna Baszler for the Women's Money in the Bank contract. Yes, 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 yes. Nia Jax defends it between those two. We also got another defense for the Universal Championship, Randy Orton versus Braun Strowman. What kind of what kind of uh, fortitude is Braun Strowman in after last Friday? I don't know. I well, guess we'll see. I guess we'll see if he even makes it. Well, yeah, we're going to have to see. Uh, so we got a full card in front of us, folks. It's already uh, put together here. Mikey, I'm excited for Backlash. I'm really excited. I'm really ex- I'm always excited for pay-per-view days. Um, not only because, you know, it's just sort of easier for us to do because it's already written out, I guess. But, like, it's like it is when it comes to, like, the creative writing of the show, it's like. It, those these are the like these are what we're always building to and then things happen you know mm-hmm. you know we, we these are the important plot points i guess of really. course um so let's get into it uh let's o- open up the show the pre-show the women's tag team championship match Liv morgan rhea ripley versus the iconics versus bianca blair and naomi 
Uh, Mikey, this is a cross-branded show, so I, I guess we're we doing a randomizer to do who's winning. I mean, I thought the whole point of a, a randomizer was... I, mean, I thought the whole point of us having control over the whole show was that we didn't need to do that anymore for cross-branded stuff. That's fair. I guess you're right. Uh, and I guess it would it would not be possible for us to do the freaking Money in the Bank duke it out, fight them up uh, thing again. So I guess, <laughs> should we just have a civil discussion who we think should win? I think I think that's the best course of action here. Okay. Uh, civil discussion. Uh, everyone grab your tea and bris- I was going to say your briskets. Tea and briskets. Uh, and we'll have a civil discussion. Uh, who do you think, Mikey? Right. Who do you think should win here? Okay, well, I think it should be the oh. no. <laughs> oh god, he's getting sick. Oh god, <laughs> he's turning green. He's um, vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> um, as much as I honestly, as much as I want to keep the women's tag titles on SmackDown, mm-hmm. um, I don't think the Iconics are the best choice here to win. I will say, um, I do think it should be one of the Raw tag teams. Yeah, I it, think I'm on your side here for this one. I feel like i i okay um it's tough i do agree that like i like the idea of raw one thing that bothers me is that the iconics recently won those titles true that is true uh they not only recently won the titles from banks and bailey but you know what do they do what are they where are they going after a, a potential loss um yeah. I, if if i had to pick a raw team to win uh my pick would be Liv morgan and rhea ripley give mm-hmm. give them the victory uh i have an idea of where they can go after this um but but i do have the issue where mikey that like uh i don't have a lot of like roster members now because <laughs> i lost becky and now i'm like trying to get some faces in here uh to you know make a good show but uh um, you know, Bianca Belair, Naomi. Maybe I should. Maybe I. They don't win. I break them up, and Naomi turns and turns good again and make a face because maybe that's what I really need to do. But either way, uh, so yeah. What I, I guess what I'm saying is I don't really have a huge roster for a tag team division. Yeah, um, but I do have an idea at the very least for uh matches up until next pay per view. <laughs> There you go. That's something. So I got I got an idea if we do live Morgan Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. Also, I think oh, versus I should also say an argument to on the raw side of choosing live Morgan Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Blair and Naomi is um uh what, what's my argument uh, uh live Morgan Rhea Ripley I think um I don't know should i do them and now i i was thinking about them but is there any reason for it to not be bianca blair and naomi since there's a triple threat now hmm what do you think you know you know what my past history you don't know my future ideas but what do you think i i think i feel like i feel like you've been building both of these tag teams a lot mm-hmm. um and i know you had a plan for who you wanted to win my original plan was this match going was going to be bianca blair and naomi versus the iconics um, but then that kind of cha- has changed, and I added all of them in. Mm-hmm. And now I'm sort of like, I don't know, actually, if I should change that up because I need a. Well, hold on. When am I? When am I, I I just I really like both of these teams that you've created, and you've built both of them really well. So I'm not sure who I who the champion should be. You know. Yeah. And I, don't, I also don't know what your future plans are, so it's hard for me to say. Yeah, I'm not entirely positive, but I, I, I think I'm going to be good. I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be fine. You know, I think it'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, should I? I don't know. Um, what do you, what do you think? What do you, who do you, who's your pick to win the title? I think my, my pick to win is probably bianca naomi Ooh, why is that i think they've looked i think i think out of all these teams they've looked the strongest in the past few weeks um and i think they would be a great tag team to hold these titles for a while mm-hmm. i think they would they have a great dynamic together and i think they can really put on some awesome matches i like that my pick is Liv morgan and rhea ripley 
Okay, interesting. Why is that? The reason for that is simply because... I guess you have more reasons than I do. <laughs> my only reason for that is then we could do Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley versus the Iconics again. We could do... Well, I don't know who else is your tag team on your roster, but I do have another tag team on my roster in the Genetic Goddesses mm-hmm. that that could be interesting because there are heels and, you know, heels, faces, whatnot. But... And maybe that could lead to something. But I don't know. I, I guess my pick is Morgan Ripley, maybe. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I, I, I'm i okay with whatever pick you go with, because like I said, you probably have more stake in this than I do. Okay. But let's do Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley win. Let's let, I'm going to pull, I'm going to not pull the plug. That's not, that's opposite of pull the plug. <laughs> What's the opposite of pull the plug? Uh, Put it in. Plug it in. Shit. <laughs> I'm going to plug it in. Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley win. The Women's Tag Team Championship. Uh, that's a title change, baby. Opening up the pre-show. A title change, baby. Yeah. And trying to lead to something fun. Um, hopefully down the line. I guess we'll find out. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, okay. There we go. First match. Right. Out of the way. Mikey, let's go into match number one. What's happening? All right. Match number one. We got Samoa Joe versus Matt Riddle for the United States Championship. And in... This match, Samoa Joe comes out on top again. Okay. Samoa Joe defends the title, beats Matt Riddle, and continues being United States champion. Okay. I think I, w- I want to keep building Samoa Joe as a threat, and I want to make sure he's getting good challengers for this title, and I think uh, him winning this match makes sense. Yeah, I, I don't think Matt Riddle is hurt by losing either here. Like, he just came like up to the roster. Joe. Yeah, it's one, it's Samoa Joe, but two, Matt Riddle also literally just came up. So, like, him getting a title shot is huge, but him not winning is not like a, oh, that sucks. You know, it's a missed opportunity. It's like, okay, well, he can just win it again later. <laughs> like, he's he's good. Yeah, and, and I think Samoa Joe does it by knocking Matt Riddle out. Ooh, a knockout? He, like, he like chokes him out. Uh, uh, oh, so... Sleep in the coquina clutch. What, like, that's what, ref's decision? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He passes out. Referee decision. Yeah, Matt Riddle passes out to the Coquina Clutch. Wow, wow. There I think there was a few times where he like where I think there was a few times where Joe tried to lock it in and he and he kept countering it. Mm-hmm. But then at at some point fatigue sets in and Joe just is able to get it. But that's like a huge win too of like like huge. That's a huge defense of Matt Riddle as well doing a ref's decision like pass out. Hmm. Like good on good on good on the Ridster, the Riddler. I said Ridster, even though it's an obvious Batman character called the Riddler. <laughs> God dang it. I'm dumb. Anyways, move What is this show? Let's move on to the next match. Alright, next match we got Heavy Machinery versus One Nation for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. And in this one, one Nation comes out on top and wins the Tag Team Championships. Wow. Honestly, Mikey, talk to me. What? Why One Nation? I think One Nation is an up-and-coming tag team. I think Heavy Machinery had a good run. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a lot of awesome things. They faced a lot of awesome tag teams. Um, personally, I just thought it was time for a change. And I think One Nation is a great team to have the title because they're a great heel team. And I'm sure they can have a lot of awesome matches with a lot of the teams on a lot of the new face teams. And I wanted to get some new challengers in. Cause I feel like heavy machinery was just like limited to my heel tag teams. And it's like sometimes like, like sometimes you can have a good face versus face match, but I could, didn't want to do too many of those. So I think that uh, with one nation, we can have the, the possibility of tag teams forming and take them on, or we can have the pop, we can, we can uh, get some more face tag teams in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Like, like Mustache Mountain, who I haven't been using too much, or get Street Profits back in the back in the eye of the people, like Burton Lorkin, but like Burton Lorkin, stuff like that. And I think it just gives me a window to show off my face tag teams instead of a window to show off my heel tag teams, like it was with Heavy Machinery. I, I that makes sense. That makes sense. And if I'm not mistaken, didn't One Nation have like a rivalry a little bit with Street Profits or Burton Lorkin? I don't remember. Yeah, with they, they had a, they had a few matches with Street Profits um, uh, in the first few episodes of SmackDown, um, and it was it kind of went back and forth. So okay, so we can you, now you you've planted the seeds in a way to even return to that match. 
which would be mm-hmm. nice. You know, again, uh, I like it. I like. It. I think. I think it's a great idea. I think it's a great pitch to do one nation as the winner here. I think since forming, they need. You know, they had their ups. They've had their downs. They had a huge win over. I believe it was a win, right? I'm not mistaken. At Money the Bank, uh, uh, yeah, uh, over yeah. Ali and Gulak in that last team standing match. Yeah, and the first ever last team standing match. Yes, I think this was a huge, huge, perfect pick. One Nation winning. They're now like you know legit tag team. Mm-hmm. Love to see it and a win for Akira Tozawa getting some gold around his belt, baby. And also Paula oh, Cruz. Yeah, this is the first time either. I mean, I'm not counting the cruiserweight title that Akira Tozawa had for like a day, <laughs> like he mm-hmm. had for like a week or whatever. But this is like the first title for uh, Apollo Cruz officially in our universe. So yeah, definitely is good on Cruz and good for Akira Tozawa despite their heel ways. Uh, let's move into the next match, which is John Morrison defending his title against the Miz. Uh Mikey and I'll have you know of course here that the Miz has been on a little streak. He got the championship opportunity and in this match the Miz wins. However, Ooh. it's not by a straight up pin. It's by disqualification when Sheamus attacks the Miz during this match, which of course causes that DQ finish. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. Thoughts. Interesting. I Another DQ, vic- another DQ for John Morrison, huh? Yes, two in a row, baby. <laughs> two in a row. I think John Morrison, as much as he says he's not, I think he might be a little afraid of the Miz here. Hey, but he's got nothing to do with it. It was Shaw Sheamus. So I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, man, I don't know. It sounds it's like you're not happy about that, that about that result. No, no, it's 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 definitely interesting, and it keeps the storyline going. And I like this Miz trying, Miz desperately trying to get a finish to a match but he but he keeps john morrison keeps getting disqualified somehow mm-hmm. john morrison keep john morrison it's like as a heel he keeps saying that he can beat the miz but he actually believes in his heart his heart that he can't beat the miz so mm-hmm. he's just like uh, 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 uh chair shot uh sheamus <laughs> uh yeah i guess we'll find out do you think there's some sort of alignment with sheamus and morrison um why, why do you think sheamus attack I think Sheamus attacked. I, I think maybe either Sheamus attacked because there's an alignment with Morrison, or because Sheamus wants a shot at the IC title and he thinks Miz doesn't deserve it. Mm, yeah, that's fair. I guess we'll find out on Monday Night Raw. Dun, 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 Monday dun. Night Raw. Uh, okay, let's move into the next match, which here is the New Day, a team of Kofi Kingston and Big E, uh, with Xavier Woods on their side, taking on Seth Rollins and Murphy for the Raw Tag Team Championship, Mikey. Uh, I originally had a result here, uh, but I decided against it. I decided, you know what? I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to change the result. Uh, literally right before we recorded, we started recording, I had this thought when I woke up with it. I'm like, you know what? I think the other team should win. The Whoa, win- last minute change. Last minute change for me. The winner's the new day. Hey, all right. We got a heel victory. Uh, not a face victory, sorry. Yes. The first, well, besides that pre-show, we got finally got some face victories. I think the new day should win. Uh, originally, I did have the Disciples doing a, a victory here because um, I wanted to keep them dominant. Dominant. Mm-hmm. but I was sort of thinking about it, about my future plans, and I was like, you know what? I think it would still, it, things could still work if the New Day win here. Um, I think the match I'm building to in the next pay-per-view would still work if the New Day wins. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, with everything happening in the world and what we've done on the actual show of, you know, two weeks ago, the show opener, and then last week, the, the fucking promo that Kofi Kingston laid out. Uh, I was sort of thinking about it. I was like, you know what? I think the New Day should win. You know, I think it makes more sense to have the New Day win. So it's not like, I guess I'm trying to say, it's not like, I'm not doing like a handout because of like that. I'm just, I think they should win. (laughs) All right. I just want to be clear that it's not like a handout. I'm just, they should win the match. Fair enough. Get a victory. It's also Kofi Kingston's return. So Buddy needs a win. Hell yeah. Former champion. Remember, remember in our universe, he... Uh, lost the title. When did he lose the title? Who did he lose the title to? He lost the title to Daniel Bryan, I believe. At not Fastlane. What was that on the pay per view that we did? 
uh, <laughs> Money in the Bank. No, no, no. Before WrestleMania, was it Elimination Chamber? Probably. Yeah, that was the that was the, that was the last stop on the road to WrestleMania, the last exit. Was that was that true? I don't quite remember. Either way, Kofi Kingston lost his WWE Championship and he got injured in that match, and we haven't seen him since. And yeah. Now he's back. Let's win a let's win a title. Let's win some tag team titles. Let's get him back on the board, baby. New oh, yeah. Day are here like to it. stay. I like it. Yes. What's happening next, buddy? Next up, we got Asuka versus Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And coming out on top is Bailey getting the win Whoa. over Asuka. Unexpected. I, I, did I also not expect made a this. I also made a last minute change. How dare you? <laughs> I had Asuka going all the way, uh, and then yesterday Revelation came, and I thought it should be Bailey instead. Um, and Bailey ends up getting the victory here. Uh, all of her hard work going through this tournament pays off, and she wins the SmackDown Women's Championship. Okay, Bailey defeats Asuka. Okay, okay, I like it. I'm not gonna. Well, I'll be honest. Not huge surprise to me. Huge surprise to me. One hundred percent, I expected Oscar to win. Really? Why is that? Uh, I don't know. I thought that there was just sort of more to do with the Oscar character as a champion. In mm-hmm. my, if I was booking it, obviously, but I'm not booking it. Um, <laughs> you know, since whatever everything that's happened, I thought, I thought, I don't know. I just, I just thought about uh, there was different things. But I like Bailey because what I like about Bailey is, is that. In theory, you could be building to a Bailey Sasha Banks title match, mm-hmm. um, which is nice. Plus, you got Bailey in there. You can always have Oscar go for it again. Bailey Charlotte Flair, Bailey Sasha Banks, like we already said. Bailey Ruby Riot, like Bailey Ruby Riot. You got a lot of you got a re- lot of really great heels. So putting it on uh, uh, Bailey the face, I think works. I think that was another part of my motivation that I was looking is that I have way better heels than i do faces mm-hmm. to go against bailey rather than to go against oscar yes yeah you're so still that was another uh motivation point for me to put it on bailey you're still building up candace LeRae. dana brooke is whatever nikki cross is whatever ember moon mm-hmm. hasn't been anything hasn't been seen since she lost oscar yeah so uh, understandable understandable i see i see why you do that Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's move into the next match. Of course, this match is corporate Bray Wyatt coming out. You know, and I should say he's not. This I'm saying Bray Wyatt. He is not coming out of the Fiend. He is straight up coming out as, uh, you know, the Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt. Is it of, Firefly Funhouse Fire. I can't say that. I cannot. It's such say a tongue. Twi- it's such Funhouse. a tongue twister. Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt. Is he just coming out in like the sweater vest and like the same exact outfit, but also with a tie? Uh, a tie, a sport jacket, and the world's number one fiend mug. I love it. <laughs> That's what he's coming out with. Uh, he's doing like he... like no, no. It's like one of those color changing mugs, and it says when it, when he's Bray Wyatt, it says world's number one friend. But then when you put coffee in it, the R goes away. That's great. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's merch. That's merch, baby. Uh, yeah. That's so we got corporate Bray Wyatt taking on Roman Reigns. Obviously, this all build up of Roman trying to take yourself clean uh, from Alistair, the Alistair Black attack. And there was that kind of weird stipulation that Bray wanted to have, which that if Roman wins, uh, or I should say, if Bray Wyatt wins, Roman tells the truth about what happened uh, because Bray Wyatt still thinks Roman's lying. Um, but if Roman wins, or yes, if Roman wins, uh, well, then I guess the Fiend won't like it. So I guess we'll find out what happens moving on because Roman Reigns, in fact, wins here. Defeats Whoa. corporate Bray. Okay, I, 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 part, part of me kind of saw, part, part of me kind of expected this since it wasn't the fiend. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that uh, regular Bray Wyatt isn't much of a fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I'm, and I'm assuming this is leading to Roman Reigns versus Fiend. So I'm excited. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It's not like well, it's, it's not like Extreme Rules at the next pay per view. <laughs> Ooh. I don't know what you're talking about. It's not like I have plans. <laughs> it's not like I have. I forgot. I forgot about that. It's not like Extreme Rules is the next pay review. It's not like <laughs> I've I've maybe teased the match idea in the last last promo I did. I don't know what you're talking about. 
I'll just leave that there. I don't know what you're talking about, Mikey. Stop, stop questioning me. Mikey, stop. Mikey. You just said you just said the next pay-per-view is Extreme Rules. Yes. And now I'm like, well, shit. I know my women's title match. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. You're about to get Maeve delted. Um That's a reference to uh, a possible randomizer thing that we just added. <laughs> that might not, I don't know when I'll ever see the light of day. But, okay, that's it. Roman Reigns wins. I like it. Uh, yes, maybe I am building to extreme rules. So what of it? Maybe <laughs> maybe I teased already the match idea. So what of it? It's up to you to decide and figure out what I'm going for, uh, folks. Uh, let's move into the next match, which is the Women's Money in the Bank briefcase defense of Nia Jax, defending it against Carmella and also Shayna Baszler here. Mm-hmm. Mikey, I don't think it would be much of a surprise to you when I say that Shayna Baszler wins by... Ooh. Taking it from Nia Jax. By tapping out Nia Jax, in fact. Whoa. Yes. Shayna Baszler, her domination continues. She is now officially Miss Money in the Bank, which feels weird to apply to Shayna Baszler, saying Miss Money in the Bank for some reason. I don't know why. It's just like kind of weird. Queen? No, that's Charlotte. She can't be Queen Money in the Bank. (laughs) She just, I don't know. It's like she's... It's weird. It's weird because it's it's weird because it's like a nickname. Like it's like this little like merchandising nickname thing, you know. And that's why I'm like weirded out by it. It's just like I don't like Mr. Money in the Bank on Otis is like oh that's fun, but like Miss Money in the Bank Shayna Baszler just I don't know. It's like she does. She's not one. It feels like it needs to be something more like hardcore, right? Yeah, it's like it like the nicknames seem for Shayna don't feel fit right. Uh, but Shayna Baszler, despite all that, she is uh, she wins the Money in the Bank briefcase, uh, which means at any point in time she can challenge Alexa Bliss for said title. So I guess we'll or, find out. Or Asuka. Or Asuka. Or Bailey, I'm sorry. Bailey or ba- yeah, you're right. Or Bailey. Sorry, just changed tonight. Ooh. Catching up. My brain is still catching up. Oh. Or Bailey. Oh, Mikey, if you roll the randomizer and get Steel a Superstar, oh boy. <laughs> You're like, oh, well, here we go. Let me, let me just take that from you, baby. Um, oh, jeez. Okay, well, then right. let's move into the main event. Well, the main event I'm is excited. Randy Orton versus Braun Strowman for the Universal Championship. And, of course, Randy Orton has his associate in his corner. Oh, okay, so Balor is there. Balor is in the corner of Randy Orton. Okay. However... During the match, uh, the fiend tries to interfere. Ooh, the fiend! Or the, the fiend! Hold on, the fiend! Oh, sorry, the demon tries to interfere. <laughs> the demon tries to interfere in the match, and Drew McIntyre returns and takes out the takes out the demon. The oh my god! <laughs> I was wondering where he was. Drew McIntyre comes in. He was planning he was planning his attack he was planning his revenge and during the match ringside the demon tries to interfere drew mcintyre comes out with a claymore kick right to the demon's head wow kicks him out and then he looks and then he eyes down randy orton as he leaves okay okay who wins the match but this distraction allows braun Strowman to get set up for the power slam Oh no! And as he's doing the power slam, Randy Orton is able to get his hands around Braun Strowman's neck and hit him with an arc and reverse it into an RKO, getting the pin and oh. retaining his title. Oh my god! Oh, what a main event! I oh, I love that. By the way, the idea of oh okay, C- continuing the theme of Mikey having great ideas for like match moves. Going for the running power slam, he's got him up so that when he kind of like throws him down, Randy Orton reverses it. Yeah, reverses it into an RKO. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's a great move. Oh god, genius. Okay, so not only did you set up Finn Balor versus McIntyre, you also got Randy Orton versus Braun Strowman. Randy Orton mm-hmm. wins. Randy Orton long ass tear as champion. Yeah. Look out, so, look out, Sami Zayn. Is Sami Zayn cashing in? <laughs> so I had two different ideas for run-ins, and, I'm not sh- and I wasn't sure which one I wanted to go with. And I, but to me, I thought this one was more impactful than the other one I had in mind. Are you going to reveal what the other one was? Or? So, yeah, uh, yeah, might as well. Does, so like, one, how, does it, so, is it a plan that you have that you can do later on, or is it okay? I was between, I was between Orton, I was between the, the run-in from McIntyre, or I was between a run-in from... 
Ember Moon on Asuka. <laughs> Ember Moon on Randy Orton. <laughs> I was like, whoa. I was I was between those two things. Uh, I was I was thinking Ember Moon on Asuka mm-hmm. uh, was another one. Uh, like Asuka's going for the green mist. So so my plan for the run in for that was that uh, Bailey gets like hurt in the middle of the match, and the ref is like checking up on Bailey. And Oscar, and while the ref is checking up on Bailey, Oscar puts the green mist in. But Ember Moon was going to run in and hit her with an eclipse, and she was going to spit the green mist in the air. Great, we love to see it. Um, and then Bailey was going to be able to capitalize on that. Okay, okay, makes sense, makes sense. Uh, but you chose. Why'd you choose to do the McIntyre run in versus the? Ember um, Moon? because just- this this gets me. This gets Randy Orton moving on to another title feud, and it gets the feud between the Demon and Drew McIntyre mm-hmm. back, which is a big money feud. Um, I think that, and it also might separate the two a little bit, you know? Um, the Demon might have a sight set on Drew McIntyre instead of helping Randy Orton, so Orton might be alone for the next few title matches. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Might, the Demon might not be by his side all the time anymore. So it might give some people a chance to go after that title that may not have early before. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I So I'm interested. I, I love that you said that Randy Orton moves into a new feud because I'm very interested in what that could, new feud could be. Honestly, like, I'm I'm not going to lie to you. I want Orton to lose the title soon. Yes. But I didn't think Braun Strowman was the right one. That, understandable. Understandable. So that's why I picked the result I did. Yes, I'm. And I'm looking at roster now, and I can only see one name on here uh, that I have a feeling who you might be going towards. No, what? Get, get ready for extreme rules, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I no, which I, I think it makes sense. I think it makes sense. Uh, I like Randy. I like it. I like doing it for Randy Orton. I think. I love I love setting up McIntyre Balor because again that that idea of like also setting up for extreme rules down the line. Mm-hmm. Extreme rules, Balor McIntyre. You can do that yet again. I have, I have, I that that's a good idea for extreme rules. But I have another very good idea for extreme rule for an extreme rules match that I want to do. Yeah, you have six extreme rules matches. Is what you got here? Okay, I have a bunch of I, my my whole card is going to be extreme rules matches. Every match, every match on the card is going to be an extreme rules match. Yeah, I mean, why not? I I've only <laughs> I gotta look at my extreme rules card. I think I think I think it goes like one per brand, right? Like usually extreme rules. If if there's usually like two two extreme rules matches, I think there's one usually one women's and one men's. I don't remember at all, and I'm currently looking up the last year's extreme rules match. Also, extreme rules matches are just boring. There was, they're, they're not extreme anymore, man. There was a no holds barred tag team match. There was a last man standing match, and there was a that, and that's it. That's really all the extreme rules. There was a handicap match. There was also a last chance winners take all extreme rules mixed tag match. There you go, extreme rules mixed tag match. Oh yeah, I guess it was extreme. So three. it was. It was. All oh, right, that was the. It was Corbin and someone versus Rollins and Becky, right? Correct. That someone is Lacey Evans. Right. Yes. There was three Extreme Rules matches. And that was when Corbin hit the deep six on Becky. It was awesome. And if I'm not mistaken, all of these Extreme Rules matches were all for Raw. It's Undertaker, Roman Reigns, defeating Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre. There's obviously the Rollins and Becky one. And then... that, that, match was, that match was good, though, because when... when... Corbin hit that deep six on Becky, and then Rollins just went off. That was awesome. What was it? Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley as well. <laughs> Only Raw gets Extreme Rules matches. The year prior, 2018, there was a tables match. There was a mat- a shark cage match with Ellsworth suspended above the ring. There was a... There was a that was Oscar and Carmella, right? Yes. There was a steel cage match. There was Extreme Rules. There was a 30-minute Iron Man match. Um... Yeah, so there was a couple. There was a couple on that one. Um, yeah, I don't know what happened last year's Extreme Rules. Jesus. I thought there was usually two Extreme Rules matches. Huh, guess I was wrong. Yeah, there's a couple. There's not a lot. <laughs> there should be a lot more, but there is not a lot, honestly. 
Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, let's. Well, let's... I guess we can change that. Oh, interesting. This is our universe. Yeah, that is true. I know currently I only have plans for one. I also have planned for one. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Well, there we go, folks. That's our Backlash pay-per-view. Uh, that is our card. Um, so thank you, everybody, for listening. But, of course, we're not done yet. We have the ever-present randomizer here, Mikey, where we have to roll it on each other. It is wearing me down, man. Here's a pay-per-view. I know. Uh, after... I mean, you had a small break there of a couple wins, but after last episode's tie where we had a little bit of stuff and now another pay-per-view on top of it, going to be terrifying. And, of course, we still have that, you know, at the time of recording, we don't know who won next week's episode. So I'm scared, I guess, to say the least. But uh, randomizer time, baby. Are you time to roll it on each other? Yep. Oh, oh, right. re- reminder. How, last Last episode, you had to do a gimmick change. Do you have any idea about that yet? I have an idea, and I think I'm going to implement it next week. Ooh, interesting, interesting. I'm excited to see what that could be. Okay. I'm rolling randomizer. Mikey, what do you got? I am also rolling the randomizer. It is still loading, and I will tell you in a second. Okay, I got mine. All right, what do you got? I'm happy. What do you got? Because mine's still loading. I'm happy about it. To be clear, Mikey, before I say this, if you're rolling, anything bad affects the other booker. Anything good affects me, right? Like the Steel of Superstars, right? I would imagine. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I rolled a rookie call-up. Ooh. Choose an NXT roster member on the uh, not-yet list. Not-yet list being like a list of people that are like, no, they're not maybe the perfect thing to set up the ro- main roster yet, like a Io Shirai or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, these are people more like a Cameron Grimes uh in Austin theories uh you know uh yeah I got you I got you you know those kind of people uh so I have to choose one of those people and add them into my roster interesting so I gotta look at this list and see what I got what do you got buddy well the other booker steals my spin <laughs> what hold on what? I rolled I rolled a spin steal a, st- a spin steal a spinster yeah. you rolled a spinster I rolled a spinster <laughs> So that means you get to steal my you get to steal my spin and spin on me again. Oh man, Mikey! <laughs> Bad luck. Bad luck. Oh, last Friday was a double book on you. <laughs> I spun it twice. Now... Oh man, Mikey! I'm sorry to do that to you, buddy. But I guess you know if the randomizer calls for it. We can't. We we must appease the randomizer. Okay. Well, if it makes you feel good, I think you're in the clear. Okay. Uh, I rolled a title change, you know, a title must change hand. So you must well, do a title change. Bailey. Bailey in already good. You're already in the clear. Thank, thank God. Bailey. You know what's funny? If I didn't do Bailey, I wouldn't have had a title change. Oh, well, there we go. Uh, who am I picking? Who am I picking on this God dang roster list? Um, I'm just, let me just read off the names of this not yet roster list, Mikey. Okay. Yeah, let's see. Uh, we got Raul Mendoza, uh, Fabian Eichner, uh, and Martel Bartel, uh, the Brian Kendrick, Kona Reeves, Tony Nice, Arya Davari, Cameron Grimes. I'm so sorry. Martel Bartel always makes me laugh. Yep. Cesar, uh, Cesar, Cesar Bononi. I'm not sure if he actually still works. Cesar Bononi. Yes. I'm not sure if he still works with the company though, but Cesar, Cesar, whatever. <laughs> Cesar. Come on. <laughs> Don't. How dare you? Uh, uh, Yaku, fucking, I can't say names. <laughs> what Joaquin Wild? There we go. Man, you got one. Mansoor, Zia Lee, Boa, Killian Dane, Alexander Wolf, Arturo Ruas, Brizango, Amir Jordan, Ashton Smith, Dave Mastiff, Mercedes, Mercedes. Oh my god. Mercedes Martinez. Raquel Gonzalez, Eddie Dennis, Flash Morgan Webster, Joseph Connors, Kenny Williams, Legero, Mark Andrews, Noam Dar, Primate, Sam Gradwell, Saxon Huxley, Travis Banks, Tyson T-Bone, Wild Boar, Isla Dawn, Nina Samuels, Ginny, Piper Niven, Zaya Brookside, El Hijo del Fantasma, which has just been recently changed to a name I don't remember, uh, Casey Cantanzaro, Caden Carter, or Indus Shear. Uh, now you have some interesting names on here. Who do you think is interesting? You got the Brian Kendrick, which I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. 
you have Brizongo, which I think is interesting. Okay. Uh, because these are people who have been on the main roster before. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, let alone you, Killian Dane and Alexander Wolf. Yeah, you have Killian Dane and Alexander Wolf. You have got, you have those guys who are also have been on the main roster before. We've seen Sanity before. Mm-hmm. Tony Nice is interesting because we see him on two hundred five. Yes. Uh, you got Zaya Brookside, which is a big name. You got some, you got some solid names on here. I think you can make something cool out of this. Yeah, I'm looking at this list, and honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm also upset because right before the show started, I went through and combed through and just updated it. So I moved off of this list: Dexter Loomis, Bronson Reed, Kaylee Ray, and Ila Dragunov. Oof. And I was like, you know what? There, I guess, I guess they could be called up now since they're in more prominent roles. You could have had the butcher. <laughs> well, no, he's on AEW. Uh, yeah. You could have had the guy playing a butcher. Yeah, so I literally took off people that, like, maybe I could have picked. Um, also, I would argue that Austin Theory should be on this list, but since he's, I guess, officially on the main roster, I put him on the call-up roster list. So, dang. Uh, yeah. dang. Um, also, you have Raquel Gonzalez on both lists. Uh, yeah, I guess I did Dakota Kai and also Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, because I was like, <laughs> well... I guess now I could just call up Raquel Gonzalez, but I feel like that'd be weird. So my, yeah. so these are my thoughts, Mikey. Uh, okay. One, calling up a prominent women's face to be on this roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is, is that there's not a lot to choose from. Really, obviously, there's Zaya Brookside. There's Piper Niven. There is Mercedes Martinez's face, I guess. Caden Carter, Casey Contenzaro, but all of them, I'm like, ah. I mean, if I'm doing a roster thing, a call-up, I feel like it'd be weird to, you know, none of them will be able to really, I would argue, challenge Shayna Baszler, except maybe Piper Niven, maybe Mercedes Martinez, but I'm not sure. Maybe I could do a tag team stuff as well. I don't know. My other I thought... I mean, if you, need, if you need a large fellow, Dave Mastiff is on this list. <laughs> that's also true. My other thought, however, and this is sort of what I'm leaning towards, is someone to add to Rollins and Murphy. Interesting. You know, do that awesome another, theory. Another now. disciple. Yes. Since, since AOP is gone and, you know, in the real life, there is Austin theory. And especially with the fact that the new day just won the titles, we get some trios actions. Interesting. So I like that. Yeah. So my current thought is maybe I call up someone to add to that list of people. The problem is, is I have no idea who I should add can to I, that list. Can I make a suggestion? Sure. If you, if you want to add a disciple, I think that... Why is it primate? <laughs> I was going to say, I think you need someone... You need They need the muscle. Mm. They have Rollins and they have Murphy, two agile guys. Like, Rollins is more of a technician and Murphy's a high flyer. Now you need the muscle. Yeah, high flyer technician kind of high. And if, especially if you want them to go against uh, New Day because you got more striker. Admit, you, yeah, because you want to go trios action against the New Day, you got like mm. you got the striker technician and Xavier Woods. You got the high flyer and Kofi, and you got the powerhouse and Big E. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So you're gonna. I, I think if you want another disciple, you might want to call up a big dude. That's you really want me to a call large, a big beefy boy. You really want me to call up Dave Mastiff <laughs> or Killian Dane. <laughs> Oh, Killing Dane, too. Or Wild Boar. Or Primate. <laughs> or Primate. Go back around the Primate. If I had to pick, I would like... Or Tony Nese. Tony Nese is just cute. Yeah, there's that. I'm, I'm, I'm like, sort he's of... Not, he's, not like, he's not, like, large, but he's, like, muscular. I'm sort of leaning towards Tony Nese, but then it's, like, another like, cruiserweight guy with Murphy, in mm-hmm. a way. I also really like the idea of Cameron Grimes. Uh, <laughs> however, I don't think he fits... In the in the Rollins Murphy faction, mm-hmm. I really don't know. <laughs> I also really like fucking El Hijo del Fantasma, mm-hmm. but uh, oof, King Cuerno action up in here. Hmm, is that who he was? Yeah, El Hijo del Fantasma was. was I knew is I King knew Cuerno. he looked familiar. <laughs> it's hard with a mask, isn't it? Jorge Bali. I knew, I, I knew for some reason. I was like, why does this guy, like, why do I recognize this guy? Mm-hmm. 
I really have no idea who to really pick. I'm really my my gut is telling me Tony Nice, but I don't know if I should pull the trigger. So I'm really, I'm just really scanning this roster to be like, oh man, ooh, what about that's not really. And he's very close to him. I was gonna say Travis Banks. What about Dave Mastiff? <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I was thinking, what about Travis Banks? But I guess he would be maybe too close to someone like a Rollins Murphy type. I do. Mm-hmm. You do make a great point that it should be someone that's like a little bit of a powerhouse type. Uh, and Tony Nese, albeit small, is sort of like could add a little bit of that to it. He is large, albeit small. He's still large. <laughs> he's still an eight pack. Um, poof. Dave Mastiff, Dave Mastiff as a heel <laughs> on freaking Monday Night Raw, part with Murphy. And <laughs> I love that though. Just like, just like being the being the muscle behind the group, just being the guy used to intimidate everybody. Like, imagine, imagine they're not getting their way, and they send Dave Mastiff to intimidate somebody into like, like. Or just crush, or just crush somebody. Like fuck. Jesus Christ. Maybe I mean, what about Tyson T Bone? <laughs> also, you could also you could really play the system and just get a tag team. I could, I could, I, I could do that. Uh, I don't think I feel like I should get Eichner and Martel Barthel. Um, yeah, oh man, I really don't know. Should, but I do need women faces. <laughs> This is incredibly hard, people. And maybe Mikey, when you're putting this down, should cut this down. Do I add? I do need women on my roster now that I've no Becky, but like no one here is a good replacement for Becky. Oh my god. Do I? Okay. Tony Nice or Dave Mastiff? Oh my god. Sorry. Oh man, what do I do? What do I do? Dave Mastiff, five ten, five ten, three hundred pounds versus Tony Nice, who is a size five nine, one ninety six. What about Noam Dar? Is that fun? Noam Dar showing up in a suit. Oh, maybe I do, Dave Mastiff. God, what a weird faction, possibly. I think I gotta look into Dave Mastiff matches to come up with, because I don't know enough about Dave Mastiff. But maybe he's a good pick. Uh, I wish it was. Honestly, I wish it was a call-up roster, not uh, not yet roster. But I'll do it. Ah, I'll do it. Don't- you don't have to do it, Ryan. I was totally no. Not you made solid points. To a decision. You made solid points. I don't want to do wild boar. I don't want to do Tyson T Bone. I don't want to do primate. I like the idea of like heel flash Morgan Webster. Um, that could be interesting. I like the idea of just taking up El Hijo del Fantasma. I do mm-hmm. like that a lot, but. I don't know. I think you're right in saying that if you want making this a faction, sort of mix it up a little bit. And I also, there is like the kayfabe idea of like Rollins wanting to get a big guy, especially after the Big E stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, just think about, like, just think about Big E versus Dave Mastiff in a big beefy boy fight. Or freaking, or eventually the tag team of Murphy Mastiff. <sighs> Murphy and Mastiff. Mastiff and Murphy? Eminem? <laughs> oh, that's already taken. Murphy, <laughs> Murphy and Mastiff LLC? <laughs> that's another thing. That's already taken. <laughs> Damn it! All my ideas. MMR Murphy Mastiff and Rollins. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm, I'll do it. You know what? Freak it! I'll I'll do you it. You know, if, if you have if you have Murphy Cesaro and Rollins, it could be MCR. I'm I, I'm I'm taking Mastiff. Whoa! I I'm didn't actually him. expect you to do it. I took him. <laughs> I took I'm not him. gonna lie to you. I didn't expect you to actually do it. I, I'm taking Dave Mastiff. He's not showing up in this card. Maybe you'll see him next week. Dave Mastiff is going to Monday Night Raw. I wasn't prepared for that. Mastiff Night Raw. (laughs) 
we're, we're cutting off his first name. He's just Mastiff I... now. <laughs> he's just he's just massive Mastiff. I definitely was not expecting you to pull the trigger on that. I did. I did. I I, I would have loved to just take up Austin Theory, but he's already moved over. Like, t- and to be fair, people, listen up this call up roster list: Loomis, Yim, Aaliyah, R- Evan, Sane, Forgotten Sons, Yushrai, Gallagher, Bourne, Dugan Shafir, Thorn and Brendan Vink, Valter, Grizzled Young Veterans, Gallus, Devlin, Kushida, Storm, Kai, Garza, Priest, uh, Dijakovic, Swerve Scott, Theory, Green, Cross, Kai and Gonzalez, Blackheart, Knox, Thatcher, Reed, Kaylee Ray, Dragonoff. Huge roster name. Would have loved to take any single one of them. Instead, I'm taking yep. Dave Mastiff. Mastiff and like Murray. Mastiff and Murphy. Mastiff and Murphy, baby. Love to see it. I'm doing it. I did it. It has been done. Thy will be done, Seth Rollins. Mastiff is going to Raw. Interesting, interesting decision with thine will be done against on the Disciples. Well, yeah. Uh, thy will be done, according to Rollins' design. Monday Night Raw just got a little bit thicker. Multiple C's. Multiple C's. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of Hit the Books. (laughs) I was going to say Monday Night Raw. Hit the Books. That was our backlash pay-per-view. We had, you know, we've we've gone through it. (laughs) Dave Massive has been called up. You'll see him on next week's Raw huge news uh if you want to hear more stuff of course if you want to see that episode coming up we got a you can follow us on twitter at hit the books pod but if you want to get a download into your feed subscribe to this podcast feed subscribe to you know spotify itunes google play store whatever what have you uh you can go do all of those things uh like i said follow us on twitter at hit the books pod um there you know at the we don't know the result of that poll but the result of that poll from last week's card um will get revealed and will be uh, randomized on the upcoming Friday's episode of Hit the Books. Mikey, anything to say? Anything to plug? Um, I'm just I'm just super hyped for the rest of everything. Uh, today was an awesome big night. Um, but if we're talking plugs, you should go to our YouTube channel. <laughs> yes, if we're talking plugs. Look at my hair. I just got <laughs> it. Just looks really good now. <laughs> if, we, if we're talking plugs, you should go to our YouTube channel. Hit the uh, Hit the Books podcast, where we have all of our. Uh, our 2k outcomes and all of our pay-per-view reviews and all of our episodes are there as well. So you can hear this pay-per-view past pay-per-views and every episode in between, um, and see some video content, uh, there while you're also there of our 2k outcomes, which are great. We love doing them and we hope you enjoy watching them. You can also now go to our website, htbpod.com, uh, where you can find everything that ever had to do with this podcast. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah you can go there and uh i should say also a little plug uh we did the pay-per-view this week you'll see uh tomorrow a written out version of this pay-per-view so if you just want to catch up and remind yourself what happened in the future you can by just going through the archive there but also after every pay-per-view uh also on monday or maybe tuesday i'm not sure exactly when but uh probably on monday uh there will be an updated rankings list uh along of course we had some title changes so there'll be updated uh championship history um with updated info for all of those things so you can go to htbpod.com to see all of those articles when they get posted on monday uh also if you like what you heard you know if you feel inclined you can go to our red circle and donate uh uh you know money whatever to us uh it's not obviously we we don't make any money off of this show and we would greatly appreciate it your donations but uh, obviously, it is not like a uh, uh, desired. Well, I mean, it is desired. What am I? How am I trying to say this? It's not like it's not like we understand. It's not completely necessary. There are way if you more. Want to donate, if you want to donate to help out the show, it would be great. If not, we understand, and we will continue making content either way. And we appreciate you, no matter if you do or do not. Yeah. We understand, and we appreciate that you're even listening to this show. Yeah, we also understand that there's a, a goddamn pandemic happening, and there's many other also uh, Black Lives Matter donation spots to donate to. So I say donate. If you're going to donate oh, somewhere, dude, go, donate there. There first. go there first. But if you had the excess stuff and you feel feel the need to, we would appreciate it, obviously. But uh, yeah, go no, donate to those things more. Um, yeah, so that was our Backlash pay-per-view. What a weird uh, weird show we put on, Dave Mastiff. Yeah, I'm, I'm still stunned that I'm calling up Dave Mastiff. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm stunned you're calling up Dave Mastiff. I didn't think I, I, I said it as a joke, and then you were just like, yeah, sure. Like, just like, you know what? You're right. You made solid points. Dave Mastiff going on. It was going to be Tony Nese, probably. I would have loved Cameron Grimes, but I think it just makes more sense. Oh, Mastiff. Okay, well, there we go, folks. That was everything. That's all of our plugs. That's our show. Uh, uh, we love you. Have a good day. And until next time, until next Friday, we've got two words for you. Book it. This has been a Countout Podcast.